1: What was the first film you remember watching? The first
0: film I remember, one well, Brighton Odeon seafront um cinema, that's gone, that was in the lanes of, the, of Brighton Lanes Odeon and it was ET. That was the oh, first. Oh, same
1: here, that's my first. Oh, really? God that's, Isn't really that's interesting. Do you know it's 40 years this year. God, that would make God, that's Is it really 40 years?
0: I, f- I think so. Yes, it would be. Yeah, so I would have been like four, I'd have been four. That makes absolute sense. You were four? Yes, I'm 44 now, so i would be four. Do you remember
1: going to...
0: Yeah, I think I did, so I'd have be been maybe four turning five, and I would have, it would have been my first year at uh, primary school, so I wow. do so remember that, that, it. That,
1: that. Yeah, my first memory, ET. whether it's the first film, can't have been the first, but my first memory, sitting, watching ET and crying at the end as an eight-year-old.
0: Yeah, I remember being in absolute tears and then i remember yeah massively and then i remember watching it again on pirate video did you watch any pirate videos in the 80s they were, uh, they were as that was exciting never did that <clears throat> no quite quite illegal that you're not getting involved in that racket edwards you Want to avoid that but they were really exciting when you um when someone on your street had a pirate video oh yeah and um they'd filmed it in like a, a cinema in tokyo or new york not them but whoever did and then killer yeah oh god yeah all the video nasties Evil have you dead. watched
1: those
0: um some of them evil dead spit on my grave things like that uh, when i was a kid i didn't watch them i probably watched them what i don't know probably 14 15 and i found them very uh, scarring i was definitely <laughs> that kid that wouldn't better sleep for a week i remember I watching watch... robocop and being uh, i've never seen like
1: robocop that. never seen robocop
0: it's worth watching it's very very dark and is yeah, it worth really watching? no it is def- robocop's definitely worth watching it's um it's quite humorous in places quite dark comedy about kind of consumer america kind of lots of adverts in between the robocop action sequences so you see they're kind of like um all the uh all the kind of like uh video games they're selling are ultra violent and it's this society that's based around gun crime and things like that it's kind of humorous in a sort of 2000 ad dark graphic novel kind of vibe but lots of dark things like um you know, uh, people being shot up in corporate conference rooms. What are you going to say? Shut up the arse. Well, you do get stuff like that in there. well
1: Someone gets shot up the arse.
0: Someone gets—I um, don't know they get get um, shot up the arse. But um, <laughs> you see, him, um, for some reason, asses are appearing in my head because a guy is caught with yeah. like three prostitutes doing loads of cocaine. I remember seeing this at eleven. There's always a dodgy oh. kid in your streets that his parents would just say there's a the blockbuster car just get out of my life i
1: don't like, want my boys watching no, that when God, they're 11. No.
0: looking back you know, i could see my head rewiring with this kind of and my parents would have let me but i'd go around this guy's house who is this and, guy um what is he called christopher brace i think i've mentioned him before you to have you. you have where is the, he now i bumped into him and um He's quite a well-built bloke. You know where you don't know if the, he's gone to the gym or he's just eaten too many burgers. It's that bizarre mixture. And, um, he's got a massive tattoo of a cobra going down one arm, and um, <laughs> but very polite, very civilized yeah. bizarrely. He's a lawyer, but he's got a cobra snake coming down his arm. So I don't know what that's about. Maybe he's trying to bond with the inmates when he goes into the jail to chat to them. Unlike you, as he rolls up his sleeves.
1: David Edwards, Movie News. So, David. Yes. Any movie news this week? Movie news, i definitely
0: say this week, which is an interesting one for July and August, is, um, I mean, the big question that everyone's got at the moment, is cinema dead? Okay. And at the moment, they say it's not the case because uh, Tom Cruise's Mavericks made loads and loads of money. You know, they think it's going to, um gross potentially a billion he's made you know it's already gross over like 100 million but they say don't get too excited because the real um barometer of that's going to be july and august because people like netflix are bringing out massive films big big budget films with big directors big stars straight to streaming and they think uh, will that just take people you know away from the cinema full stop and it is ludicrous i mean you've got um a massive new spy movie called the gray man starring chris evans ryan gosling it's got a over 100 million dollar budget it's directed by the russo brothers who directed the avenger films and it's just going i think it's going to have a theatrical window of one weekend so it can be considered for oscars type of thing uh, but that wouldn't be for best film. That would be for like editing and sound. It's not an Oscar movie. They'll just be dumped straight onto a you know a uh, I, I think people
1: are going to rebel against all this soon. I think they're going to go back to the cinemas. For the, they're going to they're going to look for the magic in their life.
0: I don't think yeah, I think you're completely right. I don't think cinema will die because people want to get out. They want to do things. Maybe what happen is cinema will become a specific genre of filmmaking. Mm. So it'll be like you know you won't go and see a Seth Rogen comedy anymore at the cinema.
1: Oh, it interesting has to be an experience. We're... That's a nice, that's a nice uh, thought. Yeah, okay. But does that mean it's going to be big, loud, and brash to be in the cinemas?
0: Yes, I think oh, cinema. Come on. I know. I think potentially. I mean, not all films, but I think the majority of them. It'll be like the cinema will be like going to see an Andrew Lloyd Webber musical. You're. Going I like to...
1: watching love making on a big screen.
0: Well, that's an experience, isn't it? So who knows? I mean, that's what IMAX was, was invented for, if you ask me. <laughs> yeah. Just seeing yeah. tender moments on a close-up. You know, nothing yeah. nothing X-rated, just like a kiss no, on the no, lips.
1: No, 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 yeah, and shoulders and stuff.
0: Yeah, just shoulders and just glistening lips.
1: No, well, well, I hadn't been to cinema for years to do with, uh, due to COVID and children. and.
0: What was the last thing you saw before that, of oh, um, course,
1: in your own? I don't know. don't know. No idea. I remember you saying you saw Gravity and you got a lot out of that. You, oh, that I like did me. I did like that. I went twice. Twice? Really? A real fan of that one? Wow. Yeah, I think I remember the second time going and mm, seeing this. Well, it's like a <laughs> roller
0: coaster, isn't it? Once you've done it once. I've done that with films. I've gone back to the cinema to see it. I thought, well, you should have just waited for the DVD.
1: I forgot about Gravity that was a hell of an experience in the big room
0: gravity is where um i mean no i don't need to point it out it's a massive success and everything but i think that's more and more the final cinema is going to go down that sort of thing where you know you can watch it at home if you want but you're not going to have the full experience
1: no of thing no it's, 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 it's an experience basically david edwards movie review okay so movie review this week We did the old uh, film, Random Film Generator. Yes. And uh, we came up with three movies, which you had to pick blindfolded. You picked. Certainly did. Silverado. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Yes, a Wild West.
0: (laughs) A Wild West 80s classic. Oh, I forgot it was that one. Go on. I would say Silverado. So, came out mid-80s. I'm really excited about this. So what's
1: that? It's
0: really excited, Yeah, it's a very interesting one. Basically, it's um if you go on the it didn't do amazing in the box office, but if you go on the internet, there's a lot of love for it type of thing as a, as a western written and by. It's written. It's written directed by Lawrence Kasdan.
1: Yeah, who and did? And he's the
0: guy who wrote Raids of Lost Ark. Wow. Empire Strikes Back. Wow. He also did like a family comedy that he directed and wrote called The Big Chill in the eighties that did yeah. really well, but um you can tell why he was employed by the studios to do it because you can tell the plan behind Silverado is let's take golden age, 1930s, 1940s Hollywood entertainment and bring it to, well, what was a modern audience in the eighties doing basically exactly what he did with Raiders. i Lost start with B movie adventure films and star Wars kind of, um, you know, flash Gordon forties kind of like serial films. Okay. And he kind of pulls it off. I would say it's good. It's good stuff. It's de- definitely it does not have any sort of like social commentary like Dancing with Walls or a dark, gritty undertone like Unforgiven. It is it's what your dad would call a, a cow puncher, a proper daytime TV sort of thing you would see on a Sunday afternoon, just after grandstands. You know, lots of shootouts, a proper wholesome, full-out Saturday matinee. So what's that um, about? What's that about? Basically, very similar to Magnificent Seven four men come together it's more about bromance than ladies you've got ladies in the background but it's all about men loving men and they're off to silverado for their different um destinies and aspirations to start new lives and they meet each other on their way to silverado and they've all got a um so do you meet the men separately and yes you they... do okay you see scott glenn going along scott glenn was in things like right stuff Bec- uh, black D- uh backdraft the um the fire movie you know about the fire brigade in america you see him along go along with his, his horse he starts off with him having a massive shootout like raids of the lost ark you know massive shootout then he finds kevin klein kevin klein is um on the floor without any clothes just a onesie he's had his gun uh, hat and horse stolen so he helps kevin klein then he goes to a town and the town is run by john cleese as a sheriff which is very bizarre oh. and john cleese's accent i can't tell if he's an american or british person very bizarre python films were just getting were airing in america there and he was getting you know known. and um they've got to then break free kevin costner who's scott um what's his name um kevin kine uh kevin kine yeah kevin costner (laughs) so i've got their names what a disaster it's scott glenn that's it scott glenn his his um brother is kevin costner yeah. And Kevin Klein's hanging along with him because he's picked him up because he's horseless, which isn't a good situation as a cowboy. And then they and they get Kevin Costner out of prison, and it's a three. Then they meet Danny Glover, and they meet each other on the way. Two? And all two um, four of them
1: as, as they go to Silverado. Yeah, so they're all... The, okay, let's, let's listen to a clip of Silverado. Check it out. You're wearing my hat. What else you got that's mine? Mister, I don't know what you're talking about. I hope your fingers aren't tickling my ivory-handled cold. stand up real slow and let me see you might live through this night. Making
0: a big mistake. That's what I told
1: him. Okay. So, does he pull it off? Does Kaz Dan pull it off?
0: It's good fun. There's big action
1: sequences. I'm sensing a. Not really. Not 100%.
0: Oh, bugger! Why? Well, they've, they've got to bring down the big gangster at the end who's the. um? It's John Demi. You know the guy. Uh, I'm terrible with my names. I keep forgetting <laughs> all my names here. Which is a complete casualty. My description of the film was appalling as well. What's this If name? we were on radio,
1: five oh, it'd just now. be a
0: disaster. I think they just cut to Kevin. Could you, really can you can you imagine Kevin though?
1: Was... People are listening in their car. For fuck's sake, just tell us about the movie. Who is
0: this new it guy? Just they, they would they they'd cut to um, Eric Clapton, and I'd be asked to leave. And then
1: after the song, I don't think they play music. Breakfast. I think it's all on you. here.
0: I think that she is, so just be dead air. Brian <laughs> Dennehy,
1: who is the oh, villain yeah. in
0: Rambo, the sheriff yes. in that.
1: Yeah, first of He is club. also yeah.
0: the, the, uh, the corrupt sheriff in Silverado, who these four men are coming together because they've all got um, a vendetta against so, them. So
1: why doesn't, it, why doesn't he quite pull it off?
0: doesn't quite pull it off. It's two hours and ten minutes. It's too long. So Okay. Loads of potential, but it should be a 19-minute because that's the sort of film it is. It's a it's a very kind of on the surface, I mean, Lawrence Kasdan in interviews even calls it postmodern in the sense that it's a homage to cowboy films than being an actual cowboy film type of thing, and it is all very surface, it's just like, you know, basic generic shootouts, it's good fun, and also an amazing cast, you've got Danny Glover, Kevin Klein, Kevin Costner, um, the other chap whose name I can never remember, because uh, he's not a big A-list star, unfortunately, but he has been in big films. Then you've got uh, Jeff Goldblum, turns up as one of the town people in the background. John Cleese, uh, Rosanna Arquette. I was
1: really hoping you were going to say this is a hidden masterpiece.
0: It's, it is good, and I think some people are perhaps less critical, but it just went on. They overstayed its welcome. It's like the new Batman film. I, I really loved elements of that, but it went on for like two hours and a half, and it's... It's like you know you can have your best friend over for a cup of tea, but sometimes I just don't leave.
1: It's like this is going brilliantly at one point. I was really enjoying this, but yeah, is that what you're like after two hours with someone? Oh yeah,
0: absolutely. It's (laughs) like you've eaten all the hobnobs now. We've we've had a coffee. The caffeine's you know giving me a downer now. Yeah, yeah. It's like
1: yeah. So were there any scenes within the film where you are like this is good? This feels like him at his best
0: absolutely there is a scene that's well that's really famous because the, the internet's amazing there's like a massive um, there's because there's a lot of um, following for the film there's like an hour-long documentary on the making of silverado which is quite incredible and one thing they look at is there's a massive um cattle um situation where a stampede cattle stampede that um look is very action-packed it's like where you know you're introduced to danny Glover's character and it got so out of control filming it that they actually it did turn into a stampede and it brought down the entire set. And when the cast and crew were interviewed, it's like they're survivors from a hurricane. They were oh. really like, this is like, first of all, they're thinking, oh my God, well, you know, we're going to go over budget now. And secondly, they're thinking about the safety of their own lives. No one right. died, but I think people were trampled on and all it that. It looks good
1: on screen. Looks really good.
0: It's like, wow, this is like national geographic. It's like a documentary. This is
1: impressive. Right yeah yeah and
0: you've got like the cattle running towards the camera and it's like wow that's impressive at the time i didn't know that that it got out of control but obviously you know they were apparently they were picking up smashed cameras they had great footage in the cameras but to do that that's demolish all their equipment unknowingly type of thing so you've got loads of like immersive camera work there you know which cost ridiculous amount because they literally they unknowingly created and then filmed this massive stampede right the shootout's good at the beginning sorry at the end and there's a good beginning shootout which goes straight into the action it's basically it's fast-paced massive shootout then we find kevin klein you know in the middle of the desert yeah kevin Costner didn't want to actually play that role uh at all he said that it wasn't like movie star persona enough but he said he's glad he did now he said that uh, you know he, had, he wanted to uh, be either Kevin he wanted
1: to play Kevin Klein's role. There's loads of Kevin's and Costners and Kleins. It's a very confusing cast.
0: Very confusing, particularly if you're the person who put the poster together.
1: Yeah. So, how many I think I can guess, how many chalk ices out of five you're gonna give Silverado? I would say three chocolates. I knew boxes. it. I knew I it. It's just capable stuff. Oh, so I'm never going to watch it. I'm never going to watch it then.
0: I know it is a shame. It is a shame. I mean, um, I don't know if I said earlier the reason it didn't do well at the box office. It came out the first week. It came out the same week as Back to the Future. Did it? Uh, yeah, and it just didn't get uh, you know uh, a second because Back to the Future was just hellfire type of thing. It was just like you know.
1: Oh wow, the timing of it. The- Although I guess if it was good enough. The cream would have risen to the top, possibly.
0: Absolutely, it's got to be said, and you know, surely there's 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 room for two. There's been, there's lots of two classics that have come out the same week or month, so it had made some money, but it just didn't make. I don't think any at all. And also, the, the western's a funny one, isn't it? It's a genre that really goes in and out of vogue
1: aggressively. Right. right. Whereas
0: high school kind of uh, high school um, comedy slash sci-fi, that's a genre that's always stayed you know um, sort of relevant with the public and also Back to the Future I mean god that was like the 80s version of It's a Wonderful Life wasn't it that was just a zeitgeist you know lightning in a bottle
1: it's just incredible that film so Silverado David Edwards gives it three chock ices out of five absolutely great stampede scene David David Edwards movie tip so, uh, David, you got any movie tips this week? Oh, a yeah, film don't... or a book, anything? Absolutely
0: anything. I tell you, one movie tip I've got, and I feel embarrassed saying this. And as soon as I say it, you're going to think to yourself, "Oh, f- Edwards, you're wasting my time." And I do waste a lot of people's time, but I don't believe I'm wasting it now. Which is on Disney Plus. Oh, I mean, I mean, my my. Ears oh yes, are so you've got up. Disney yeah. Plus oh, now, have you? Go okay, on. so this is good. They've got
1: um. Uh, chippendale rescue rangers feature film Uh, so i saw that i saw that go on i saw that this morning literally this morning yeah i didn't watch it
0: a lot can happen in the next three years like a chatbot maybe your new best friend but what won't change needing health insurance united healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times saw so the it's one of the most show. popular things on disney plus is it's become really popular so i thought right you know i'll give this a go and i thought why on earth am i watching this and when you watch the first five minutes it's like chip and dale voiceover saying how they became best friends at school yeah you know, these two little animated chipmunks like so why am i watching this and suddenly it goes into the you see them it's basically not about them being the actual rescue rangers it's a very self-aware comedy it's about them being actors on the set of rescue rangers then it goes into the future 15 20 years into the future and it's about them no longer being relevant in the industry and then being out of work actors and one of them um is making money by going to comic con conventions the other one now works in telesales.
1: sales oh wow okay
0: so it's very self-aware and really basically it's a modern roger rabbit where you've got human beings living alongside animated oh, characters and you enjoyed it Very good, very good. I mean, it's not the best film of the year, but certainly, you know, it's worth watching. It's a quirky little um, diamond, and it's by Lonely Island. you know that comedy troupe? The main guy in Lonely Island is Adam Sandberg. They came from Saturday Night Live. He did Hot Rod, stuff like that. They're behind it. They're the people who wrote and directed it. And um, it's an interesting mix-up of songs. So, for instance, one of them, I can't remember if it's Chip or Dale, he has like it plastic matter? surgery <laughs> it probably matter? not <laughs> <laughs> probably not at all and if someone sat me down and, and showed me a poster of chip and dale i think five minutes later i forget anyway so it'd be a waste of everyone's time um he has plastic surgery and for an animated character that plastic surgery means he's turned into cgi so you've got a cgi chip and then a cell animated dale so oh, it's okay. very self-aware wow. is it got just- a, a detective turning up who's in claymation so you've got like an almost sort of uh, Ardman animation character. Then you've got CGI character. It's just like a complete smorgasbord of pop culture. Yeah, yeah. You know, but you felt thing. like it was
1: written for you, possibly.
0: I certainly did. Yeah. Lots of like me sort of laughing but nodding at the screen as I say, oh, I got that joke. I understand that. That's clever. Exactly. That's made me to feel as though I haven't wasted my life because I've got that Sonic the Hedgehog gag.
1: I watched Luca this week. What is that? Pixar. Pixar? Pixar oh
0: the the underwater monster um story yeah is that good it's set in Italy isn't it in Vienna yeah isn't uh
1: Porta Rossa.
0: oh right to be exact
1: yeah yeah I, well, I looked it up I, I was where's this uh where's this um where yeah it I found it fantastic little place
0: and because they really they go on to like research
1: trips Pixar don't they? yeah they, they do because so oh, we watched places. Ratatouille last we had a cinema we have a cinema night at the weekend oh do you which night's that then can I let you settle down either side of the Saturday or Sunday I'll tell you what we do the boys oh, yeah, have to go do. into their room for 5-10 minutes and then we set up the lounge like a cinema oh wow we, we put a little desk out with a till with tickets and then little treats and and they get so <laughs> excited can we come out there? and uh god they, i feel excited just thinking oh they come so in. in their bedroom knowing a cinema being <laughs> created in their lounge yeah yeah,
0: yeah. God, christmas is going to be an anti-climax not
1: that we give them this sort of fake money gold coins they then come in and okay what film are you coming to see and they give us the money and I say, okay there's there's your tickets um there's your uh, snacks whatever snacks you want then they sit down and then bang luca Oh, no ratatouille last week why did i tell you that oh yeah because yeah i looked up the uh, location of um i mean paris looks no obviously lived in paris well, obviously she lived in paris so she knows it well and she went. yeah they definitely went on a recce for this
0: oh quite amazing yeah i think they take loads of photos film it don't they? they just really go and then you see their stu- their, their studios and um yeah. Where is Pixar? It's, it's not in LA. It's, I think it's in is it San Francisco or is it LA Pixar? I don't know. I don't know. But um, I, don't know. I think they're they're not in an obvious Hollywood location. But if you look at their studios, it's just filled with obviously photos of you know they've got like I think they take loads of three hundred and eighty degree kind of photos. You know those um, I've seen them on their recus in in documentaries. They don't have a camera. They have one of those tripods where they just put it in the in the middle of the location and it takes a three hundred and sixty degree photo. And then you can always just sit in the actual place and just look around and study every, and then zoom in, because it's high-definition
1: photography. Yeah. It's almost like virtual reality, I guess, and then just zoom into it. Yeah, so watch Ratatouille. I mean, a lot of my reviews are just going to be kids' movies, to be honest with you. There's nothing wrong with that, and
0: there's nothing wrong with, um... I mean, Ratatouille, I thought, was amazing. The animation in the sewer, right at the beginning, just the fur and the water, and Ratatouille is quite old now. It's uh, about, unbelievable. You know, 10
1: years. Oh, there's, there's a bit in Luca where they show a close-up of the Vespa, this little bike. So that might as well just be a bike. It's like it's That's so incredible. Yeah, yeah, realistic. Yeah. Um, it's Luca good. I've not. seen I Luca. loved it. I, I I had a look at the reviews afterwards, and it's sort of a mixed bag. I was like, come on, this isn't a mixed bag. This is fucking brilliant. It might yeah. not have. It might be missing. The emotional punch at the end, possibly. I think it. the bar
0: is so high for um, Pixar, isn't it? In fact,
1: yeah. Anyway, the ending is identical to Brian and Charles. It's quite astonishing. Oh, is it really? What oh, friendship? It's... Two people coming together. Oh, oh, just the last scene is just basically the same. It's so weird.
0: To tell the actual plot, is it a case of so? It's a young boy who's a sea monster.
1: Yeah, who wants who who wants something else. Right, what, okay, don't we all? Have yeah, time? yeah, he wants to go onto the land and the parents are like, you know, want to go out there, it's dangerous, human beings. Uh, does he then meet a, um, a normal boy when he's on Yes, back? yes he does. He meets a normal boy in the ocean. He says, no, 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 no I'm fine, come with me. And um, sort of persuades him to go onto land. And When he exits the water, suddenly he turns from sea monster into little boy and uh, he, had, he has to learn to walk on the land he's a bit bambi-esque at the start and then his parents find out and because his parents find out said right we're going to send you to your uncle's so he's going, no you're not and he runs away from home and he goes on to land with his mate and then the adventure starts
0: and does it turn into a type of road trip then because a lot of pixar films have that don't they? they've they got some journey they literally no on.
1: no they've there's a um it's a like a triathlon a uh, competition that they take part in to win a Vespa to travel around the world.
0: God, it's interesting. So, they,
1: so it's a swimming, eating pasta, and cycling around the town. Yeah.
0: God, it is interesting that um, a lot of their recent films have been about identity crises, haven't they? Because their most recent one, Turning Red, is always similar to that, isn't it? It's a, it's a young girl going through puberty, and then every time she gets um, embarrassed, she turns into a giant panda. It's almost that kind of like um, beast-human-being kind of duality. It's a, it's a similar kind of um, element. They're trying to obviously move off into a different direction because so many of their films at the beginning, not that they were poor, God, I wouldn't be able to write them, but it was very much buddy movies on a, uh, a road trip, wasn't it? I mean, they're almost playing trains and automobiles. Do you know what I mean? It's sort of like a like toy story You've got to leave Andy, Andy's um, bedroom. It's a hero's journey, isn't it? Yeah, Nemo, to, to, was Nemo's the same. And was, yeah, finding Nemo, literally got to go on the road to find Nemo, you
1: know. But I enjoy it. I recommend Luca. I think it looks beautiful. It may not be up there with their best, but it's a fantastic couple of hours. No, oh, Jeff, Pixar's always top-notch. Their new
0: one is interesting, is Have you heard of Lightyear that comes out next yeah, Friday? Yeah, I haven't heard that much is, about it. That's a bizarre take on a franchise in the sense that I think they're thinking... Toy Story, because you've got to look after the um, the stockholders, have not you? There's people who want, yeah, okay, you can come up with new original ideas, but you've got to keep the franchises going. They've done four Toy Stories now, so their new idea to keep that going is they've now done a film about the real astronaut that Buzz Lightyear was based on. Oh, so what it is? Yes. So it's not voiced by um, uh, who's the guy who voices Buzz Lightyear? This is a Kevin night. Costner. Uh, it's Kevin not Klein. By- not Kevin Costner, not Brian Cost, Dennehy. It's, it's not Brian Tim <laughs> It's not him. Tim That's everyone gone now. There's no I can Tim Allen. Tim, Tim Alan. Allen. You are totally right. It's done by Chris Evans. You know the guy who plays Captain America.
1: And he's got his um, own radio show.
0: Yeah. I, well, I, funny you say that. I always have that flip in my head. Every time someone says Chris Evans, the actor, I'm just thinking of a ginger bloke with Martin <laughs> yeah. Kane glasses. I have to always yeah. get over that. It's been so assigned in my brain over the '90s that name. <laughs> Oh so but, um, that's what
1: Lightyear is
0: it? Yes. Is it? So it's all about the guy who mm. actually inspired the toy. And a lot of people have said, Is um is Lightyear gonna have a toy astronaut from the film Lightyear? Well that is Buzz Lightyear and that would have been what Andy Yeah. That's re- it's like universes in universes now, isn't it? It's mm.
1: very, very strange. If you wrote a song called Universes in Universes, how do you think it would go?
0: I'm in a universe, in a universe, but in another, 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 another universe, too many universes, only one man. Something like that. It's not great. I'm in a universe, in a
1: universe, one man in a
0: universe, in a universe. There's the just too many universes. I'm in a universe. universe in a universe. Are you enjoying this side? Like, I'm trying me. to find a book there. <laughs> I, I just realised we were singing to I know, her. I just wanted one last with that. I just went not alone. This is how cults start, I think. I'm
1: in a universe. In universe. a universe.
0: <laughs> There's something there, isn't it? It's just believing in it. Yeah. Like Have you seen the, um, the Beatles documentary
1: yet? I haven't, no. Well, when Git Back's created, it yeah, felt oh, like a Git Back moment, didn't it? Um, oh, yeah. Universe, did like that did feel like that
0: one for McCartney.
1: But I just couldn't cut the chorus. I'm, I'm like singing, David. I'm singing, David. Um, you a yummy <laughs> yummy
0: universe, okay. Well,
1: thank you for your movie tip this week, which is... Oh. Uh, Chip and Dale. Yeah. Rescue Rangers. <laughs> is that it? Is that yeah, you yeah, know, it is. It's that's just that's funny, funny coming out. <laughs> Okay. David Gordon's random film generator. This is where you choose three random, f- three films randomly, and then you have to blindfoldedly pick one of them. Okay, so the genres are action, adventure, animation, crime, documentary, comedy, drama, family, fantasy, history, horror, music, mystery, romance, science fiction, TV, movie, thriller, war, western. I think I'm going to choose the genre each week. Go and you can choose the year. Actually, we'll mix it up, and then the next one you can choose it. Okay. There we go. Right. So I'm going to go for. I'm going to go for thriller. Excellent. And what year would you like to?
0: I would say uh, the teens. Let's go for the teens. So 2000 and uh...
1: 2010s. Yeah, absolutely. And so we random generate. Okay. have you seen Hunter Killer? No, I don't think I've even heard of Hunter Killer. What's that about? Hunter Killer stars Gerard Butler and Gary Oldman. Wow, is it like a um well it's a thriller, I know that much, but Yeah, that's all I know.
0: That's all I know. It's a good cast. Yeah. Particularly Gary Oldman. Hunter
1: Killer. Hunter Killer. That sounds interesting. Okay, please choose a genre, David. Okay, what about documentary? Give that one a, a whirl. I a thought, yeah. yeah, and I'm gonna go for the two thousands. Nice. And uh generate Home
0: Is that about a guy who's into um
1: animation or have I gone completely insane? That's I about I don't think it is, no.
0: So, what's that one? Home.
1: That's interesting. Home is a French documentary film. The film is almost entirely composed of aerial shots of various places on Earth. Wowzers.
0: That sounds quite experimental, but up for it.
1: Definitely up for it. I bet it's fantastic. The English version was read by Glenn Close.
0: Oh, there you go. I'm
1: in. Yeah. Produced by Luke Besson.
0: Oh, there we are.
1: Yeah. Well, I'm going to go for adventure, David, because I know you love it. Oh, absolutely love an adventure. That's what I'm there here for. In the 2000s. Maybe the maybe it's because every film is an adventure. It's a trick question. Please tell me if you've seen the Golden Compass. I have not seen
0: The Golden Compass. I've not at all. No, I have never watched that. Okay.
1: It's It's been the start of a franchise. That's lovely. Okay, The Golden Compass. I absolutely love it when you haven't seen the film. It's rare. Why is it? I've exciting? watched
0: um, some of the TV show, but I've never watched the actual movie. It was Nicole Kidman, wasn't it? It's was a big Daniel Craig, of- Sam Elliott, Ian it. McKellen. Oh, Sam Elliott was in it. Yeah, is yeah. Ian McKellen in it? That's yeah. interesting. The and Golden... that's the voice
1: of the polar bear. That's um, <clears throat> that's a big actor, isn't that? Okay, so I've got the three films here, which you have to choose one of them blindfoldedly, if that's a word. Here we go. Are you going to choose? I've, I've mixed them up a bit. Right. A, B, or C? I will go for C. Home.
0: Experimental <laughs> documentary time. Here we go. We get a rumble.
1: Uh, how do you feel about having to watch aerial footage of Earth? <laughs> when it was first
0: described to me, I was like, God, this just sounds like. Um, something you have in the background at the tate doesn't sound like a feature film
1: yeah yeah
0: or like um sort of uh, what a dj would have behind him whilst mixing the uh the discs or whatever type of thing but um i'll certainly give it a look well, i mean glenn close has always got something to say for herself so yeah i'm sure she's like imparting a few at style facts to me about uh climate change and uh, it's i tell you
1: what it's got amazing reviews
0: Oh, has it really? I've never heard of it. Yeah, home and Luke Besson. I mean, you know, he's he's not doing too well for himself these days. He's part of the um, the Me Too uh, hashtag generation. I think he's been
1: inappropriate with his female staff. But then okay. that <laughs> okay, not every week. Leave that please. there. Home delivers some of the most stunning photography of our planet ever seen. Sign me up. I'm, I'm up. I'm, I'm up for being woed. Do you know what I mean?
0: Okay. Having a new sense of uh, Mother Nature, Earth around me. I'm always up for that.
1: Honestly, I can't get enough. I want to do this every week on Radio 6 with you.
0: Oh, absolutely. Let's make it happen. That needs to be the pipe
1: dream that keeps us going. I think you're a little bit gutted. (laughs) (laughs) I think you're feeling like this is homework. (laughs) It
0: could potentially be that because... um, you're not really going to be following a character on a journey I, I could
1: be who knows wrong. you don't know no you don't i could i be- bet it'll sweep you off your feet and you'll go wow wow it's one
0: of those things isn't it it's a case of if i wanted to have familiar ground it'd be the golden compass but then again that did get terrible reviews it was supposed to be the start right. of a trilogy right. but part of me is like nicole kidman cgi monkey and a golden compass i can go with that sit there with my lunch bowls of cereal and just chew and watch that but now you're going to sit down on a Sunday
1: evening all quiet and cosy and watch and thoughtful and watch home
0: absolutely learn see the world from a different perspective which is what cinema is all about isn't it
1: yeah well thank you very much David for this week's uh, movie chat no thank you sir thank you very much for your time absolutely loved it Um, so yeah so I'm not about next week but I'll be around the following week
0: and I'll be here with a, a review of Home, the Luc Besson, <laughs> Glenn Close classic. It's really on your mind. It? Oh, it really is. It's like, right, straight onto Google, let's find that. Let's okay. uh, see let's, look, let's look at the trailer, give me a taste of what I've, uh, yeah. I'm going to be yeah. dealing with. High up <laughs> shots of, you know, cameras attached to birds, I imagine. This is what I'm thinking. <laughs> For three hours. For three hours of a lot of a uh, techno beat music or classical pipe no, music. No, it's going to be
1: great. It's going to be.
0: Glenn will get me through it. She'll, uh, she'll take me by the hands. She will. She will. She'll give me lots of interesting facts. And there
1: is the shard.
0: Oh, absolutely. <laughs> and over there. Is-
1: anyway, thank you very much, David.
0: No, thank you. Thank you for your time. Love See you him. next time. Next time, can't wait.
1: Hello. If you'd like uh, a bit more of this podcast, um, then come over to patreon.com forward slash l, And we, we do about another 25 minutes, half an hour, and we get uh, members of Patreon, lovely members of Patreon, to ask, send in their questions for David, movie-related. And he answers them. So if you fancy a bit of that, come over there. And, um, yeah. Um, cheers and more stuff. Bye!